welcome to the Wilder Outdoors podcast, where you'll get the inspiration and information you need to have great outdoor adventures with your family. I'm Rob, your host. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Today, I want to talk to you about something a little bit different, and that's fitness. And so why would I talk about fitness on this podcast? Well, let me tell you a quick story. So just a few months ago, my wife and I did a through hike of the Grand Canyon, and it was amazing. Uh, we'd never done a through hike before, but we had done lots of shorter, uh, you know, sort of day trips when we lived in Phoenix. And those trips were usually about 14 miles in and out, and they were hard. Uh, they were really, really hard. And so I didn't know what to expect going into a through hike of the Grand Canyon because this is going to be a lot more miles than 14. It was, in fact, uh, 24 miles. And we started on the North Rim and went from North Kaibab to South Kaibab, past the river. And this time was very different. And it was different because, for the first time, it wasn't that hard. Now, when we used to go into the Grand Canyon, it, it was very challenging. Very, very challenging. And on the way out especially, you have to imagine doing a Stairmaster for you know, about seven miles. It was hard. And it was miserable. And I think the way that I used to approach it was that this was always a challenge to be overcome, or this was an obstacle to be conquered, as if I could conquer the Grand Canyon. But this time around was completely different. It was very much, just to be honest, it was a very spiritual experience. It was very present, experiencing really beautiful things. And I did it all feeling great. And so that's not to say that there weren't hard moments. I'd say the last mile and a half was, was really a challenge. But overall, I felt really wonderful. In fact, I felt so good that I was able to, for a while, help one of my friends who was struggling a little bit. And again, my body felt great. And why did it feel great? It felt great because I have spent the last few years focusing on my physical health, specifically my physical fitness. So for a lot of people, that might not be impressive or interesting, but let me tell you about how I grew up. So when I was a child, I was very, very overweight. Um, I weighed 260 pounds in seventh grade. So I was a very, very big kid, and I was a very unathletic kid. And so as a result, I sort of leaned on to my strengths, which were being a good student. I was very good in the arts, and so really leaned into those and stayed away as best I could from anything that had to do with you know physical fitness, especially sports and anything that was competitive. Now, fast forward several years, I married. I had actually lost a bunch of that weight before I got married, but I married a professional ballet dancer who was extremely fit and who is still extremely fit. And thankfully, she helped me lose uh, a lot of that weight. But one thing that I could not overcome was the hangups that I had around physical activity. And just candidly, there was a lot of shame around it. It was really hard to, to walk into a group of people who were exercising and not be able to do what everyone else was doing. Um, or to be able to only do part of it. And so I spent several years on and off, you know, having gym memberships, going by myself, lifting a few weights, coming home, maybe a few stints trying to, to jog now and then, but never really made a dent in my, my physical fitness. And that was until a few years ago. And really, it's just been about three years, but a few important things happened. One, 
was that I started training with our neighbor, who is amazing. You've heard him on this podcast. His name is Tom Alcifar. I actually asked him to do this episode, but for some reason, he felt that this conversation was a better fit for me to have. So here I am. But we trained with Tom um, most mornings. For me, it's usually three to five days a week. Um, for Michelle, it can be five to six. And we focus a lot on general fitness. So things like stability, endurance, strength. Um, all of us are parents, so we're all focused on making sure that we can hold our grandkids when we get older. The other thing that I did is I started training jujitsu, and that has been really instrumental in my life for a lot of reasons, but it's also helped me get very fit. And for those of you who don't know what jujitsu is, it's a martial art where you fight on the ground and you focus on choking or overextending limbs, things like that. Uh, if that's not your cup of tea, don't worry about it, but know that fighting your friends for an hour does a lot for your cardio. You know, over the last three years, I'd say that the biggest change in my life physically has been that I now have a foundation of fitness or even athleticism. And when did I first notice that? I first noticed it when I was playing with my kids and my kids' friends were climbing up trees. And my kids looked to me to see if I could do it. And my whole life, I'd never been able to climb up a tree. I'd never been able to lift my own body weight. But I said, you know what? My kids are going to follow whatever path I set for them. So I just gave it a try. And to my amazement, without hardly any effort, I was up in that tree and I was climbing. And that gave my kids the confidence to do the same. And so that was one of the first realizations that I had that fitness goes far beyond just how I feel about myself, but into what I can do for myself, what I can do for others, and what I can do for my family and the kinds of outdoor adventures that I can have with them. And so what I want to do is encourage you, if you want to be someone who leads your family well in the outdoors, especially, especially as you think of outdoor adventures, consider your physical fitness. And maybe you're already an athlete. Great. You know, keep at it. But if you're like me and you're struggling to, to get to that place where you feel comfortable in your own body, then maybe it's time to make some changes. And so what I want to do today is tell you a little bit more detail about our Grand Canyon trip, but then also make a case for you to start pursuing a life of physical fitness. I told you, we train three to five mornings a week, and I also do a ton of, uh, oh, not a ton, but enough jujitsu to keep my heart very healthy. And so for our Grand Canyon trip, we had been training ourselves for, you know, actually at this point, years. Uh, but for the canyon specifically, we only did one specific workout that was designed for that trip, which in a lot of ways was probably not wise, but um, it's what we had time for. And what we did is one morning when our kids were at their grandparents, we woke up and we went to a local ski slope before there was snow. And we had a friend who did the math to see how many times up and down that ski slope it would take to cover the elevation change up and down and a through hike of the Grand Canyon. And so one morning, starting at 5 a.m., we got through about 22 reps. And that's all the training we did. Now, fast forward to the Grand Canyon trip. We were there with our friends. Our friends were really wonderful people, have done a lot in the outdoors. Uh, many of them were, I'd say, sort of an average uh, to above average fitness level. And they had all been training for months. Now, we started at 5 a.m., just before the sun got up. And the trip down is so beautiful. Um, you can see the sunrise on the horizon that stretches forever and just these glorious cliffs 
with all sorts of red and white and orange hues. It's absolutely stunning. And so we went down, and I have to say the trip down is always deceptive because it's downhill. And now going downhill is not easy, uh, but it uses different muscles and it beats up different parts of your body than going uphill. And so we went downhill for um, it's really the first about 14 miles of the trip. And we were fortunate to be able to take a quick detour and see a really beautiful waterfall and take some pictures under the waterfall. And unknown to us, it was actually a full solar eclipse while we were in the base of the canyon. So we were able to watch that as well. Uh, that was quite the treat. But all that to say, just a very beautiful and profound experience. And then once we crossed the river, we began the seven mile trek out. And as I mentioned, I had some friends who we knew might be struggling a little bit on the trip out. And so I stayed behind with them. And we went for several miles, and once it was clear that they were going to be fine, I knew that I wanted to get out of the canyon before uh, the sunset, because getting out of the canyon in the dark is not much fun. And so with my trekking poles, I ran as fast as I could up the Grand Canyon for two and a half miles. Stopped, caught my breath, realized that I still felt great, and walked the rest of the way out. And I did get out just before sunset, I think it took me 14 hours to get out. We covered 24 miles, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. And so how does fitness factor into that? Well, I'll tell you that fitness lets you be present, that when you are physically fit in a physically demanding situation, you can be present. And in this world, some of the most beautiful, profound, surreal experiences in nature can only be had with a lot of hard work. And so I challenge you, if you want to have those experiences, work on your physical fitness because that's the only way you'll get there and have the presence of mind to experience them. I know that that was true for me because I went from trips in the Grand Canyon hating the experience but thinking I was amazing to realizing just how small I was in this really vast, not only wilderness, but canyon that was like a cathedral made by God. It's just amazing. So being physically fit lets you be present in physically difficult situations. The other thing I've noticed, and I mentioned this at the beginning, is that being physically fit lets you do more. It lets you have more adventures. It lets you do more with your kids. I mentioned that I was able to climb a tree for the first time. Well, later that summer, during mulberry season, I was able to climb a tree with my kids and jump on the branches to forage mulberries. And from that, we made these wonderful mulberry pies. It was a great experience. Being able to move my body opens up opportunities for me to experience the outdoors with my kids. I should also say that recently, I was fortunate enough to get my first deer. And one of the challenges with harvesting your own food, especially with large game, is that you have to move the animal. Well, because I work out, I was able to secure that animal to a rope, and I had to drag it probably a quarter mile up a hill. And then I had to carry it to my car, put it in the car, drive it home, and then process it. And had I not been actually that morning working on a workout where we were running up hills, it would have been a lot harder if not impossible. So again, physical fitness opens up doors. It lets you do more, and it lets you do more with your kids, which for me is reason enough to get after it. 
Physical fitness not only makes you safer, but others around you safer. Now, what do I mean? Well, first of all, when your body is in shape, the chances that you push yourself to a place that's dangerous are much lower. On the way down in the Grand Canyon, there are two very notable features, and they are both helicopter pads that are designed for uh, rescue helicopters should someone get sick or injured along the trail. And sure enough, when you go down, you see people that are right on the edge of that, that crisis, right? And so when you're fit, the, the likelihood of that kind of situation happening is much less. You're much less likely to get fatigued. The chances that you'll fall are much lower. I don't know if people know this, but one of the most common causes of death in the Grand Canyon is falling, sometimes on purpose, unfortunately. But a lot of times you think you're taking a great picture and your foot slips. So the likelihood that you will incur some sort of injury or illness goes down. What really stood out to me in my experiences is, is how being fit helps keep other people safe. So a few years ago, uh, before our kids could swim, I had gone out fishing. And we were in Florida and we were along a canal. And my oldest son knew that he wasn't supposed to walk near the water without a life jacket. And I had caught a fish and so I was, I was cleaning it, I was filleting it. And he had gone inside, he took his life jacket off, and then at some point he decided he was going to come back outside but didn't put his life jacket back on. And as I'm filleting this fish, I just hear splash and screaming. And if you've ever been on the Gulf Coast of Florida, you know that the water is, uh, inland is more or less brackish and it's very muddy, it's very, very brown. So anything that goes more than a foot below the surface, you can't see. And I looked down and I saw my son sinking below the surface. And without hesitation, I jumped in, I grabbed him, I was able to lift him over the seawall, put him up there, swim, climb myself out to safety, and ultimately, I think, saved my son's life. Now, why were other people screaming? In part because some of the folks there weren't able to jump in and grab him as quickly and get him out. And that was a function of physical fitness. Um, I was able to do that because I had been training, I had been lifting heavy things, I'm not much of a swimmer, but I do swim, and I was ready. I was prepared. So being physically fit, especially in the wilderness, will make you safer, and it will make the people around you safer. So if this is something that you'd like to do, if physical fitness is something that you feel like you need to work in, especially as we think about the new year, where do you start? Now, I'm, I am by no means an expert. I'm not even that much of an athlete. I just said I have a foundation in it, <laughs> right? Or I should say I have a foundation of physical fitness now. Uh, I have learned a few things. And the first thing I would say is just start where you are and then go one step further. So if you have never exercised in your life, just start walking. Like do it right now, really. Stand up, go for a walk. And then go for the longest walk you've ever gone on. Go for as far as you have ever gone and then go one step further. And you will have done a great thing today. Then do that tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And pretty soon you'll find yourself itching to do more. Maybe you jog. Jog longer than you've ever jogged before. Then jog a little bit further. Then a little bit further the next day. Until pretty soon you'll be running. And I have to tell you, if you have feelings of shame or guilt or fear or insecurity, I am there with you. I have lived that. It's not fun. But the only thing that gets you through it is getting through it. And on the other side of that shame is freedom. And it's amazing. The next thing I tell you is find a community. 
I have done lots of programs, and I've done lots of programs by myself, and I have stopped lots of programs. It wasn't until I found communities, either the jiu-jitsu community or our morning workout group, that I stuck with something. And so finally, I tell you to start the thing that you are most likely to keep doing. There are a lot of ways to get fit. You can cycle, you can run, you can lift weights, you can do jujitsu, you could do any number of things. But the thing that is going to be most successful is the thing that you are the most likely to keep showing up for. And so figure out what you like. Try a few things, quit a few things. It's okay. But find something you enjoy, find the thing you're most likely to keep doing, and then just keep doing it. I promise you will benefit more than you realize and your life will improve in ways you cannot imagine. And so will the lives of the people around you, not least of which is your family. So get out there, get some exercise, enjoy the outdoors, and have a bigger adventure.